It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know, however, is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they're just going out of a limousine or just going out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar. Hey, can you turn me up a little bit, tiny bit, Thomas? Thanks. We're all New Orleans in a bar. Today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is just a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue, where they have a three-hour happy hour here every day, from 3 o'clock in the afternoon until 6 in the evening, where you can sit and have a half-price drink and half-price bar food as well. Mm. Or you could just spend the next 60 minutes with us and uh, pour your own drinks wherever you are. Uh, look who's here. Can you even believe this? Andrew Duhon is here with me. Yeah, man. Sitting across the table. And to my left is Kay Morrison, otherwise known as the occasional wife. Yeah. Well, even though you are someone's actual wife, correct? I am. And my, part of my slogan but is talking, a martini glass. I mean, it's so Talk into this microphone here, Kay, so we you can hear you. got it. I'm so okay. sorry. Your, slo- <laughs> your, your logo is a martini glass, not yes, a slogan. A slogan, is, oh, a slogan, slogan is language, yes. and a logo my, is My graphics. slogan is the modern solution to your busy life. Your slogan yes. is your modern solution or the modern the solution? The modern. The modern. Or your. It might be your. Wait, maybe I should check that out. How many, drink, how many drinks around. have you had? The modern I've been solution. around for 10 years. You'd think I'd know. The modern solution to your busy life. Yes. That's funny because that's Ray Canada's motto as well. <laughs> Isn't that weird? What are the chances wow, of that? Wow, what are the chances? I didn't know. Reverend Dr. Ray Canada is yeah. here. Nice to see you, Ray. Good to see you. Haven't seen you for, I don't know, two days, three days? Yeah, at least. It's been a while. Too long, too long. I was driving down the street the other night on the way home in an Uber, and Ray was walking down St. Charles Avenue on the way home from Snake and Jake's. Snake and Jake's, oh, yeah. Right. So I managed to do a good deed and pick him up before he got picked up by the <laughs> good police. Yeah. If I survive yeah. Snake and Jake's, I'll, I'll survive the rest of the trip, right. I think, yeah. Now, we haven't had you on the show for, last time you were on here was many years ago. Yeah. I think it was before you had a Doctor of Divinity. I think you were just Reverend Ray Canard. I don't remember when the timing was. It no. was at uh, the Collins Hotel before they kicked us out of the Collins oh, Hotel. Oh, yeah, right. Ooh, and then happened? we went to Casa Borrega and we got kicked out of Casa Borrega wow. and now we're here. So that was that was two iterations of Happy Hour ago. Well, I'll try not to get you kicked out of Wayfair. I know. No, I don't think it was you responsible. Someone's texting me. Who is it? Uh, nobody. Oh, Wait. Graham. <laughs> well... Graham's on the way. So, so tell yeah. me, so tell me, Ray's claim to fame uh, as yeah. as the host. I know you don't have a bio could, because he literally just walked by and came to the microphone. <laughs> right. but, the we just saw but, him walking but, past. But, we're but, like, he's kind of cute. Let's ask him. He to is. The show. Do you think he's good <laughs> oh, looking? Thank you. I do. Who think does he remind you of? I mean, listen, no offense. I mean, I'm an old lady, but really, you are, you? are handsome. Oh, yes. Why, thank you. Are, you're you're very handsome. Who does he remind you of? If you had to say, he looks okay, like. Okay. What's so weird is that when he was talking just a minute ago, I when you're. When your little mouth is moving, you when really you say Marlon <laughs> look. Brando. No, Tom Cruise. Huh. Tom Cruise. Yeah, in Top Gun. Oh, all right. Sort of the Top Gun era. I'll take that. Actually, <laughs> I, yeah, a little bit. A lot of people say you look like Tom Cruise. Uh, I used to hear that more often. Than really? Lately, yeah. Hmm. Andrew, who would you like in Ray to? Hmm. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Oh, huh. yeah. right. a young, a very young, a young, yeah. Marlon, Brando. young Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando. Yeah. Not the Godfather. No. Like in the African, <laughs> in the African Queen. <laughs> Was he in the African Queen? <laughs> I don't know. He's I'm really thinking Brando in that one where he's like the crazy guy with the at, with the half animal, half people. Streetcar no, name is Desire, Marlon Brand. Oh, that's it. You're thinking of Apocalypse oh, nice. Now. Uh, no, nice. no, no. When he put Later, on a lot of weight. No, Dr. Uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. Yes. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that good job. That movie Didn't was shit, wasn't it? IMDb. I was really had high hopes for that one. <laughs> that was, Didn't work. Oh, well. 
Okay, so who do you... I think you look like Elvis Presley, that's what I... Oh. I, I try, but... Don't yeah, you think so? Yeah, that's the rockabilly style, but it's yeah. not... You yeah, can't, no. You know, not really not, yeah. a similar... His, there was only one Elvis. fit at this age to mimic right. him. <laughs> he's not, and he's, he's okay. got too strong a jawline. Too strong of a jawline he's to not, be Elvis. He's not okay. Las Vegas beer gut sitting no. on the toilet okay, so, about to die. So the, here's the $50 million question. See if you can guess what Ray does for a living. He's not an Elvis impersonator, so let's get that off the table right okay. away. Okay, all right. Uh, You'll never get to Ray, the Ray, I don't think, I don't Ray think. Canada. Uh, can you, can Ray, you can you wager a guess as to what clue? you do for a living? No, no that would be We can't cheating. even have a clue? That's cheating. Mm. A clue. No. Yeah, how about you a clue? You want a clue? All right. What could it be? Is it nine to five-ish? No. No. If okay. you're going to okay. snake at Jake's walking <laughs> down in St. Charles. Do, does your... Oh, oh, here's my oh. Nice job. Look, look, look. Let's cheer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Thanks Isn't for joining right? us. A couple of martinis. <laughs> and why aren't you drinking? It. Well, I was. I had a... Oh, actually, Andrew's finished his yeah, drink already. I'm an, I'm an IPA guy, but I had a oh. sour today, which I didn't think I liked, but I had a... Sour. You know, it was kind of nice. That's yeah, great. Sour beers are kind of in these days, and... Maybe this summer has taken me there. But, yeah, the martini good, yeah? It's yep. so good. Lovely. How, are you in sort of anything to do with the arts? Uh, broadly. Mm-hmm. Broadly. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. I mean, do you, you even have a job? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know. The, that's special. Yeah. If you call, it's know. more of a calling. Than oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you call him the reverend. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah, I'm a Presbyterian minister on St. Charles Avenue in Broadway. Huh. Yeah, Redeemer Presbyterian Church. So look how shocked you look. You would yeah. never have guessed that Are in a million you years. Really? Yeah. Yes. He really is. It's unbelievable. That's isn't wild. It? Well, that's what the witness protection program put me <laughs> in. <Yeah. laughs> I was placed there, but yeah. Do you go to church at OK? Are you religious? Well, I was raised Southern Baptist. So right. I was in church when I was growing up every time the door was opened. and. Wow. I did everything, girls in action. I went on mission girls trips. Girls in action. Girls in action. Oh, can I we write that down for a moment? Souls. <laughs> what did it was a really, it was a different meaning than now, I'm sure. But um, and, and we what were. What did just, they do, girls in action? Girls in action. We went out and you know saved people's How? souls. No, I, I don't guess know. we would do like you know, um, community things. Mm. You know, and we were like. Can you remember? I mean, was it mm, that long ago? No, no. Yeah, we used to do vacation Bible schools. And, uh, and you know Vacation Bible School. We do vacation Bible yes, School, yeah. yes. And we, but we would go into low-income sort of res areas and put them on for the week. This is in New Orleans? In, in New Orleans. So you grew up in New Orleans? Oh, born and raised. What part of the city were you Algiers. In? You were living in the West yes, Bank in Algiers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doing girls in action. And I, yes. <laughs> going to, to Oak Park Baptist Church. Oak Park. Oak Park Baptist and, Church. And what, would you, what were the other girls like? They were precious. We were all good and as what gold, happened and we did everything we were supposed to do. You didn't do drugs until, or smoke cigarettes? Until I went to Ben Franklin High School, and then everything oh, changed. Yeah. Sure. My daughter yeah. goes to Ben Franklin. Oh, My son well, just graduated. Uh, oh, yeah. that's so and what, nice. And what were you doing at Ben Franklin that was so bad? A lot of not a lot Smoking of not cigarettes? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just had this conversation because I have a daughter in high school now, too, and she goes to Lushar. And what smoking was to us then is vaping now, hmm. right? And, like, they get in trouble if they va- Not that she vapes. I'm not saying she vapes. But I'm just saying they'll get... And I was, like, when I was talking to the principal, I was, like, at my high school, it been pre- we had, like, a smoking section. Like, you... <laughs> For it real? Was, yes, you had a smoking section in, back then. Not, it was in, a long time ago, people. In math but, class? No, it was right outside the cafeteria. And, I mean, For everybody real? met oh, in the breezeway and in smoked. Class and yes, college. yes. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So I get the alarm, and I'm with them, and I... And I 
am so not into smoking vaping or anything like that. But you have to put it sort of in perspective of where we are in the times. And mm. back then, you know. But is smoking in still? Do kids no, like I to smoke? No, I hope not. I, well, do I don't. No, I, I, don't see, I don't see them smoking cigarettes. Mm. I do see vaping. Well, the thing with the vaping is you can do like a mango, kiwi, strawberry, tropical <laughs> flavor. <laughs> and right. that, that seems like something appealing to High yes, school kid, I would imagine. It you know. is, and you can put is. the weed in it as well. That's you right. You can, and the, and the other stuff covers here. up the smell. Well, you mm-hmm. can buy the mm-hmm. actual weed, you know, actual marijuana yeah. oil, right. whatever the hell hash oil is. Listen, it's not called. easy raising a teenager. That's all I'm oh. saying. I think you probably know that. Yeah, oh, we've well, got easy. two. It's a full-time job. But yes. your oldest kid, though, what's his name again? Andrew. Andrew, he joined the ROTC or something. He's an ROTC at Tulane. Yeah, he, yeah. Lo- he loves it. He's a model citizen. So he rebelled, think, yeah. he rebelled against his parents. He rebelled against his parents by being a model citizen, right? right. right. Yeah. <laughs> How interesting. And why did he want to do that, actually? Just to, just to get at you? Just to say, Dad, I'm going to join the Army? Uh, I'm not I sure. I don't know how he got the idea. He I can't figure him out. He's wired different than the but rest of us. He's liking it, though? He loves it. Yeah, he loves it totally. Hmm. How strange. I can't imagine any kid these days wanting to join the ROTC. Can you, Kate? Oh, I, maybe. What's the I commitment mean, to the ROTC? I mean, five year, uh, he's got to do five years of service when he gets out. But they pay his whole tuition, yeah. and right. they pay him a stipend. See, that's it. And he gets to travel in the summers and go to weird places. Mm. Going they after pay his the tuition to him? Yeah, whole thing. And here's the thing. Every penny. I don't pay a penny. If they want to no, become a I'm doctor... Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so, sure. <laughs> what, but some that want to be a doctor, it's the only way they can get through med school these days at yeah. the cost of everything. Really? So, yeah, I know a lot. I mean, I, I, we're paying, I have we're a really good friend whose daughter... 70000 a year. 70000 a year is what it costs at Tulane with all the right. fees and everything else. Tulane's paying a part of it, and then the Army pays the rest of it. That's wow, amazing. wait. Well, yeah. you, you can get your pre-med paid for... As well, yes. Oh, yeah. or, or, oh they'll send you all the way pre-med, through. Pre-med, or the whole thing. Yeah. Yes, everything. Then you have a longer commitment, though. I think. You can I go think to you gotta stay in for oh, like okay. ten years or something. Yeah. They pay yeah. for your medical mm-hmm. school, but you can you end be, up being a doctor, but then you have to go in the army for ten years. You have to serve. Which yeah, but be, you're an officer right away. Officer, you got right. a good salary. Right. Well, the rest of your, you know, dipshit your friends are. Your education is uh, paid for. You know, looking for a job at twenty-one. That's wild. But aren't you in Afghanistan? Maybe. But maybe you're a medic, so you're not on the front line or something. I don't right. know. That I mean, my, there's a lower casualty rate for officers too. My <laughs> son looked into this. He did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I bet Second there lieutenants is. get shot less than privates. <gasps> yeah. And what's wow. the actual percentage, though? Do we know? I mean, mm, how? he knows. I don't know anymore. He spit. He spit out the stat to me before when what, he was selling it to us. What is he studying? Actually, did I miss uh, that? Economics and Homeland Security is. is he's <gasps> oh, a Mike, double see, major. That's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. He's going to end up. Uh, like in a top cabinet position. He might. Yeah. Well, he's, an, he's, an, he's, he's a crazy 40. genius anyway. He, ma- he hmm. made like several thousand dollars when he was 11 and 12 buying and selling gold. <laughs> did he really? He seriously oh. did. Yeah, yeah. And he's... Uh, well, he, may, he might just barely get wounded. Yeah. <laughs> we hope he might not just get anything. a flesh wound or something. <laughs> Nothing, like, If hopefully. he's that smart. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still on the he army. Seems pretty How smart. did he buy and sell gold at that age? Well, I'll give you one example. One morning he wakes me up. And uh, it's Saturday morning, and he and he said and he says, "You got a screwdriver any smaller than this?" And he's got this like eyeglass screwdriver, and I said, "What, what are you doing?" And I get up to look, and he's got my original laptop from 2000, right? It's giant, 20-pound thing, and he's trying to unscrew it. I go, "What are you doing?" He says, "I read online this gold and the connections and this." I know there's also like mercury, you know, you'll die, what? you'll kill <laughs> us all. So they said, "Well, what other like junk gold do you have in the house?" I go, "I don't know. Ask your mother." So so they go around junk and they find you, you know, like I got a cross for graduation in high school. I never high once wore ring? lots high of ring? Nah, no, that's no, not, that's not really junk. That. That's okay. more of an heirloom. You but you know, if you're a man like, of the cloth, you can't be melting down gold crosses. 
Oh, you know, I don't know for a price. So <laughs> it was fourteen carat. All this stuff, and he, he gets about wow. a he gets about a handful of gold between like earrings a boyfriend gave Kathy in college. You know, whatever. And he said, "How much you want for it?" And I said, hundred bucks." And he goes, hundred dollars." I said, "Yeah, hundred dollars." And he runs. He's giddy. He comes back with five twenties right away, and he's all excited. I'm thinking to myself, "Well, he'll learn a lesson. Just because it's worth a hundred doesn't mean he gets a hundred and all that." So now I'm okay. Where do you want me to take us? You know, is that we buy gold place on St. Charles? He goes, no, no, no. It's this brokerage house out in Metairie, and he knows all about it already, right? Mm. So we make this appointment. We go out there with him later that day. He does all talk, and we sit on the couch. He talks to the guy. They go back and forth. The guy writes him a check for seven hundred and twenty bucks oh, right away. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, all right, I, you know what? He paid me $100 to clean some crap out of my house. Like, do, do you want to do copper next? Like, oh my God. wood? This is where That's it comes in. That's my business. The occasional <laughs> wife is that we go out and we organize you, declutter you, downsize you, pare you down. And then the whole time you're paying us to do that for you, which is a big service in this day and age. Yeah. People have way too much stuff. And there's such an aging population and everybody's downsizing. Then I take all the stuff that they get rid of and I sell it in my stores and on consignment form so they make some money. But that is it's brilliant. He's, he's brilliant. You're brilliant. I, 10 years I've yeah. been doing this. He did it once. You've been doing it for 10 years. It's a multi-million dollar business. <laughs> and he of course, he was 11 when he did it, but still, you know, that's pretty I good. I mean, I was 40. It took yeah. me a minute to wow. learn it. But yeah. It's a Multi, so it's a multi-million dollar business now? Mm -hmm, it is. Whoa. I have Getting different locations. I have, uh, a Metairie. I have a store in Metairie. I have one in New Orleans. I have one in Fairhope, Alabama. I have one in Baton Rouge. Fairhope, yeah. I wow. have, well, have I'm just chain. getting ready to open on the North Shore. I sell, I don't sell franchises. I don't franchise. But what I do is I go into a marketing licensing agreement with people. And they're able to use my name in other cities mm -hmm. and offer the services. So cool. what exactly is the service? If I, you... You come in and you do what? Yeah. So it's just let's say you have up. a really, really messy closet, mm -hmm. like you're a clothes horse. And yeah. you're a performer, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're like, I need to get my stuff together to look good on stage right. and all that. So we'll come in and I'll be organized She's your pitching closet. this to me right now. Are you I seeing am. this? She's pitching this but to me. But on top of it, we have stylists that will oh. come in and like give you a pump up. What? Just I'm not saying anything, but you know <laughs> It really is. <laughs> right, we really are. We really are. So we'll come in and style you. We'll shop for you. We'll oh. shop your closet. Wow. And then we'll organize your closet. And then if you have really stuff that's worth selling, then we sell it for you. That's and you amazing. get some money back. You know what turned but my we head? We do that on every level kitchen, whole house, yeah. estates, um, everything. Now, when you sell it, do you, do you give a percentage then to the person whose closet? Okay, so yes. you're partners in that, essentially, yes. right? Yes, so it's on, on a consignment basis, right? And cool. so they get some back, so they make some money back on the service cool. plus they get it done mm -hmm. plus everybody wins every it's, what if it's it's just you know mm. what we sell happiness that's what i say huh people are happy when we're done yeah yeah but yeah but you can would you change andrew's look mm. is that I, what you're saying he's, he's, what could we do I mean, with he's him? handsome too. everybody here <laughs> is handsome so there's nothing i would do but i mean he looks comfortable in his look so i think this is his style Thanks. right well, you know I, I think i could i think i could push forward a little bit for this you know right gonna release mm. a new record next year and i just feel like you're we okay. could have a new aesthetic we could oh, you right. know yeah we could and i have do ideas it. about that but right. I, you know who knows maybe you guys could help execute it for you that's right? a great question and so the stylists that are with me or Jerry and Julie, and they, they. So, have you ever heard of the muddy, uh, muddy magnolias? I haven't. Okay, they're in Nashville. Okay. They style them. They okay. so they do a lot of Nashville. Well, who are the muddy magnolias? Not that they're going to look. Like girls in not like you're going to be. Yeah. No, they're yeah, not. No, who they're are not. they? There's some big recording artist out of Nashville. They're good. Oh, they're 
Maybe it's Ruth. Muddy Magnolia says that's it. Well, yeah. C-Rock will tell us who they are as soon as he finishes it. Drink. Yes, so it's good. But yeah, but we could do that with your house even. Yeah. Like well, if you want, like this is what I get a lot from, at what age group are you? 32. Okay, so from, from this era where you're like moving, you're like starting to make some money, mm-hmm. you're moving, and you don't want to live like a frat boy. Mm-hmm. Not you necessarily, it. but you're, nailed, you're hitting And you're like, hip. you know, mm-hmm. I want to have a little bit more sophisticated. Like you know me. I know, right? And we come in and we like up your style and your we do it all. That's we right. Do well, how much no, are we talking it. about paying Plus for that? Plus we run errands. Oh, so our wife is $45 an hour and then we have occasional husbands. Huh. They're $45 an hour. And our big big thing that we do like I don't know if y'all move a lot, but a lot of people move a lot. Huh. Right. And like we'll go in and purge them, pack them. Huh. Then we go to their new house and we unpack it and we set the entire mm-hmm. house up. We hang every piece of art. We place every knickknack. We organize wow. every drawer. How many hours is that? Purge, pack, unpack. That's got to be a, a lot. You know, a bachelor. Well, we have fit for you yeah. uh, for a ba- like purge, just pack, one, and unpack. Yeah, your your day. We could what go day? in and pack you, move you, unpack you. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Okay. So, yeah. you know, reasonable but rate there. I have 50 people who work for me. Uh-huh. Wow. So we have 50. You've got 50 occasional people. Wives. Full-time? Um, some, we had to do a lot. Let me tell you something. We're a, woman, a, a, a woman-owned business. <laughs> a woman-owned business that was you're the woman. created for women. Well, you're so the woman who owns it. to empower them to go out and do what they want to do. Okay. Yes. But at the same time, offering women a career mm-hmm. that gives them a work-life balance. Yeah. So we do a lot of things where people can just work 9 to 3 and then someone comes home from 3 to 6 of or course. someone 9 to 12. It's all about empowering the woman. But Privately got, contracted wives whoop. who are full-time wives keeping their chops up actually being wives. Yes, That's yes, what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yeah, yes. Wives, of course. yes, it's brilliant. On every, I there's, guess. There's I don't need to compliment people, myself. There's I'm enough so people sorry. in New Orleans. <laughs> there's enough people in New Orleans who have got so much shit that they can't deal with it themselves that you employ 50 full-time people not full-time. to take no, care of them. Not everybody's full-time. There's, there's 50 a lot people of working. Right, yes. How many people would you say? There's 50 people that I write checks to every two weeks. The equivalent of 25 people working full time all the time in New Orleans yeah, pretty just close. to tidy up for people and 10 years ago there was nobody doing that no there was nobody doing that's that. why I'm you so busy how do you know if they're good at it when you're that's hiring awesome. new people? oh my gosh everybody what's that you want yeah. to ask a question Graham oh, you do? Graham's what? got oh, a question so for you. here's the thing it's when yes. I first opened my store on Magazine Street which was 10 years ago um, have you I've seen that store lately, by the way? That's a weird sort of a scene. Oh, I know. Store. Yeah, I'm not there. No, it's yeah, an over near Nirvana, right off of a yeah. Oh, I used to be right yeah. next to it. Yeah. It, it was a double-edged sword. Let me tell you something. It was amazing Didn't to be on Magazine Street. Didn't get hit by a car? A car went oh, through it? twice in one night. Two cars <laughs> went through it twice in one night. I remember that. It was the weekend before Christmas and all the Christmas parties. And that the second is so car high too. That curb missed is like the building inspector high. by this. It was insanity. Somebody went through the window of your store. And then the building inspector came out to take a look and while and he's looking at it somebody else another went back. oh that's and the, genius and wait and right across the street is the <laughs> police sh- station sure they hire somebody to do right this um, police station and yeah. literally they were just plucking them out of the car they were wow. all so drunk what they were a just great night mm. it was kind of crazy it was topsy-turvy so now you're on air hot yes yes it's a bit yeah. of location people aren't driving through but tell I, you something about oh people used to walk in when i put my slicks up on the window and told them and they would walk it was like a mecca for people who love mm. to do this organizing thing uh. 
they would walk in and they would be like, I will work for you for free. Yeah. I cannot believe that somebody started this a business. Just... I love to organize. I will work for you free. And I was like, you don't have to work for me for free. It's okay. You know, like you get paid and this is how it works and blah, blah, blah. This is people and with OCD a, type Sort of, or just really like to make things pretty. And, you know, it was right on the, it, this okay. all came about, like, so what, what happened was I used to work for Corporate America. And I used to be global account director for Starwood Hotels and Resorts. And I lived on an airplane and I was never home. And I got married and I had two small kids. And during that time, my husband used to joke that we needed an occasional wife because I was never home. And I'd get so offended and I was like, oh my God, like I'm woman, hear me roar, I can do it all. You know, but it was still really, right? And so I was like, oh my God, if I need an occasional wife, other people do. So that's where the concept came. Did you just jump in and do it then? I did. I flew to, so I was going to, it was the one year anniversary of Katrina. I had to be in New York the next morning. I was missing my son's first day of kindergarten in his permanent school, his new school, because we've been living around the United States, right? We we ended up at the top of the Cape at Provincetown. And we, um, and I was going to miss it. I had to be in New York. And I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I am running myself ragged. I'm not watching my kids grow up. For what? For what? I was like, this is crazy. Driving myself to the airport in my Jaguar station wagon, which no one had, and my thousand dollar purse. And I was like, this is stupid. I was, I flew to New York. I walked in, I quit my job mm-hmm. and I got in a plane. I flew back home and my husband was like, what are you doing home? What are you here for? And I said, I quit my job. And he goes, what are you talking about? And I said, I quit my job. I'm not doing it anymore. He goes, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to start that business, the occasional wife. Nice. Wow. And that was it. I took my 401k, started the business and and nice now you, are you making later. more money now than you were making when you were the head yes. of whatever at Starwood? That's How great. How cool is that? Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Is there ever, like, if a husband hires the occasional wife, is there ever friction from the actual wife mm-hmm. when the occasional wife shows up? No. Oh. But let me tell you something. People have, there was an occasional wife and an occasional husband that met on a job, and now they're married wow. and have a baby. They wow. don't work for me anymore. But they started dating, and they became, like, real husband and wife. you got to be careful with that success story. You don't I want know. people, like, having hopes of... I know, but they were of, both single. I yeah, mean, they were both yeah, single. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so, and other people have, yes, there has been a People carry on with their housekeeper. Thing. You know, does anybody, <laughs> anybody have had an affair with their no. occasional wife? Listen, I'm going to tell you something. So, oh, that was a good question. Go, I know, that. but no, because I was about to tell you. <laughs> She's lying. I know. I'm telling you, and all the time like I would think that in, I could say I can count on my hand how many people have made a raunchy comment about the name yeah, of, course. of oh. the business because you sh- my clients are women they're mm-hmm. not men mm-hmm. I mean 85% of my client base is women huh. and just stop there for a second yeah is it women who ad- have to admit that they're f- failing somehow oh no so absolutely what kind not of a woman and they are it? not failing for a second so what Please. kind of a what kind of a it's mentality a, are they in when they call you and say, "Oh my failing. God!" It's that that what we do is give. We don't do. We just take their vision and give them the hands to get it done. Mm. We're not. You know, sometimes they need the vision, but the majority of the time, the, the so women these are not have people it. They don't have in time. over their heads. No, they, they don't, don't have, have any time. time. Plus, they want to spend the they want to spend that quality time with their family, not doing organizing their house or mm. taking care of their mother's estate you know that they but do you get full-on hoarders though too i mean you oh, go in and like the, oh it's like my three God. feet we've been high in full hazmat suits 
Whoa. Head to toe, mask, hazmat, dumpsters. Like, yes. Like, you come out and you take your hazmat suit off and then you even like throw Grey away Like Grey Gardens your... kind of thing? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys have bedazzled hazmats? Because that would be a really nice touch. Oh, my gosh. I know, <laughs> but nice wait, some people do kind Make of... Make it fun. They kind of, like, you know, give it a little... With a little flair. Personalize their yeah. hazmat. A little up. smudge. That's good. But um, <laughs> mostly we're just in it. And um, I personally love a hoarder house. And... Yeah. Um, well, Ray, you must hear really a lot of really instant st- gratification. But Ray, I mean, you spend a lot of your time talking to people who have got problems, right? I mean, that's what a yeah. pastor uh-huh. does. Right. A lot of people come to you because uh-huh. they're not because, you know, they're not just going to church on Sunday. Sure. You're spending a lot of your time dealing. Do you have people, what's the most common thing you hear from someone? With ho- you mean like hoarders? Well, no, no, just, no, just, with, just with people who get in touch with you and say, <laughs> Spiritual Ray, hoarders. I need to talk to you. Oh, it's always people just str- to to people struggling with where they, you know, what they want to do with their career, their sense of calling. I think we have too much choice in culture. We got a lot of mobility. And, is that uh, your wife calling? Yeah, well, no, my wife just is wondering what I'm doing because I told her I was going to be <laughs> home. Right, huh? I was literally oh walking. You guys know Please I was literally walking past, and Grant yeah. just pulled me in. That's how <laughs> this happened. So I just texted her and said I'm on a show right now, and she doesn't know what oh, that she means. Oh, she can she can watch it live on Facebook. All right, yeah, good. Yeah. Tell us right. you can go to uh, tune in. You can, uh, you can tell all your Facebook we friends to watch us if we knew how to do that, actually. April, who usually does that for us, is not here today, though, so I have no clue. If you go to your Facebook page somehow, do you know how to do that, Andrew? What? How to tell, invite people to watch this on Facebook? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Only April knows how wait, to do you gotta it. you got to share it. You I think you have technical back there, right? What's that? You have technical Yeah, C-Rock <laughs> knows how to do it. Yeah, you got to like the page, go to well, the you page. Well, you could give C-Rock your phone, share right? Share video stream. He could probably do it for you. Do what? Just give C-Rock the f- your phone. I don't know if he trusts if it's, on, if it's on Facebook already. And then he can do whatever. All, the, all your friends can I'm watch confused. Well, let's just keep. Let's just keep going. Don't do it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So most people want to come and talk to the, the pastor because... Well, there's a variety. I wouldn't say that's most. It's that's maybe 10%. Then there's a billion, there's a billion things. There are. Yeah, yeah. There's not one sort of regular thing you normally get caught about. Relationships or... I'm yeah. having doubts. Yeah, right, about. exactly. People, should I marry this person or not? Should I? Really? They ask yeah, that spiritual question. questions. Are they going to heaven? You That's know, all good, kinds of stuff. Going yeah. to heaven, what's the answer to that one? Oh, it depends. <laughs> Does it? On You're, what? You, you want me to get all religious on your show? Well, yeah, yeah. I know sure. you don't want to hear this. I got all the cluttering. Do you, how do you, <laughs> we hear about you God. tell people where they're well, going to go to people, heaven? Most people believe that it's, a, it's about uh, what you get accomplished in life. And that's that, I don't believe that's true in my, in my belief, right? Mm-hmm. From the Bible, it basically says it's by grace through faith. Where it, yesterday was the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. Did you know that? I did. Martin Luther's that. 95 Theses. Yes, that was yesterday. I do. Wow. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary. Yeah, all right. So anyway, yeah, you yes. know, it's about it's about uh, what God does for you, not what you do for Him. The, the thing that separates Christianity from every other religion is it says uh, there's nothing you do for God that earns you a place with Him. It's what He does for you that you accept as a gift. And every other religion says it's one, it's it's some variation on getting your karma right, so obeying laws. God is working pleasing God for us. Me, yeah, that's, that's what the Bible says. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. You sure about that? Right? Yeah, I'm pretty, you sure. Take that back? pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, otherwise, otherwise, it's just a, it's an investment program, right? You're doing stuff because you're trying to get a reward out of God. You know? I thought that was you were, we were supposed to. We were born sinners, and we had to work our way. No, we're born sinners for sure. But uh, but the way that you know he he, you know, the Christian faith alone says he he uh, he he paid it all for us. He, he instead of saying Jesus, did. yeah, right, God Not in the God flesh. Himself. Yeah, no, God. God oh, said, okay, I'm thing. infinitely valuable, so I'm going to put myself in the place where you should have been, and so it's all paid for, 100. There's nothing. There's nothing terrible you can do that's bigger than that. 
So we can just go for it then. No, because then you get grateful. No, the difference is you don't do it to earn something. You do so, you do you do good things because you're grateful because well, of what you've gonna, received. What's gonna and that's a better motivator anyway. If I try to if I try to get my kids to behave and I right. just put up lots of walls and rewards and punch with carrots and sticks, you know, at the end of the day, even if I can get them to knuckle under and do what I want, inside they're going, Yeah, I'm sitting down, but I'm standing up inside, you know. Right. You know? And the difference with this is it's like you wanna you wanna respond because at the end of the day you're grateful and that's a much better motivator. Do you want your spouse to do stuff well, for you because yeah, you, you okay. made it rewarding for them? Do you yeah, want to do because they love you? How does this relate to us going to heaven exactly, though? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, he says, uh, you know, any, anybody that wants to can be in heaven. And Are we all going if we want to? If we want to, yeah, without a doubt. Okay, so there's no way. So Sweet. we can drink. Let's have another cocktail. <laughs> well, you that was you another, like thing. another martini? Jesus' first miracle is to make 750 bottles of wine for people in a little tiny town. That when, when we did the archaeology there, it's like 10 people live there, you know? He made that after they all ran out. He got people very buzzed, you know? That was his first right. miracle. So there's nothing you know? wrong with that. Yeah. The Bible doesn't allow you to drink. The Bible commands you to drink. It's a sin not to drink. Exactly. I'm commanding you to yeah. have another oh one of these martinis God. as well. That Can we hook that up somehow? Grand and that doesn't, mean to be a, that doesn't mean abuse it. <laughs> There's a church. There's a church no, in England that is. says it says the little fool drinks too much, the big fool drinks not at all. You know? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I think that's a summary of the Bible's <laughs> teaching on drinking. So <laughs> when is your church services? <laughs> yeah. Nine thirty on Sundays, seventy one hundred St. Charles Avenue, on the corner of okay, Broadway. Okay. So the bottom line is what you're saying, Ray, is that none of us have to be good at all because it's already paid for. Right. Because none, none of us can be. Because none can be good. Have you ever no. met a good person? Every, at the end of the day, we're all a mix of good and bad, but we're we're all we're all stinkers. The best things that we ever do, we do for mixed motives. Mother Teresa mm. never had a pure moment in her life. You know, I've never had either. You know, but the good news is that's okay. He knows all that. He loves you anyway. He decided to die for you before before uh, you ever. Were well, born. what about all the billions of people who aren't Christian and don't believe any of that? Yeah, well, I mean, that's, you know... Are they going to hell, or are they saved, or what happens? I'm not God, I don't know. All I, all, I, all I know is the positive side of it. The positive side of it is he's made this way for folks, and, I mean, this is what converted me in the first place. I didn't grow up in a, in a church background. You know my background, Grant. But, like, my... I, th uh, I thought you were Jewish. Yeah, I am. I'm half, but... Um, there you go. But, yeah. Because your mother was Jewish, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, so that makes you Jewish. For sure. Right. And I got another, We've had this conversation a few we've times. We've had this a few times. but This um, is the first time we've had it sober, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, well, you've had one drink. Then. Yeah, I, I need a few more. But, uh, but anyway, <laughs> what did it for me was, I, you know, I said, how, how was it 12 fishermen in this out-of-the-way you know, place that nobody ever heard of came up with the only original idea in religious history? And 2,000 years, we've had new religions since then, Mormonism, Scientology, Islam, and they never... They never copy the old the, the model that the Christians did. They're the only, still the only ones that say God does it all for you. And every other one says there's something you do to earn your way, to pay your way, to but make your way, Judea to learn your way. Judaism came before all those things. Yeah. Why didn't you just stick with that, saying you were Jewish to start with? Hmm. Why didn't I stick with that? Yeah, why didn't you just stick because with Because what that? I'm talking about, about this grace idea. You know, I think Judaism kind of lost that along the way, and it's kind of, you know, I, dis I disagree. I mean, you gotta, you got right. to disagree well, to agree to something else. Who are you to disagree with God? What's that? Who are you to disagree with God? Because I don't think God said this stuff. <laughs> I think God said grace. What about, what about all these Jews who believe all that? Uh, I disagree. You know, Democrats disagree with Republicans. You know, uh, urbanists disagree with suburbanists. We, we have disagreements, and everybody can't be right. That's all I'm saying. Can't, can't they? I don't think everybody can. Can everybody be right? I don't know. Can really? Trump well, and Hillary both be right on the same issue well, at the no, same time in the same no, place? But theologically, no. it's different from politically, surely. Why not? I mean, I don't know. There's, I don't know. But don't isn't know. there one God only, or are there yeah, different I think, gods? I think there's one God. Okay. Is there one God for everybody? The yeah, Muslims, I think so. the Jews, the Christians, and everybody? 
Yeah, I think there's, I think there's, uh, uh, you know. So why did ontologically get, there's one God? Ontologically, what does that mean? It means Kate? being yeah. in this being. Oh. You know? Don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get but so I deep here? This well, is not a conversation. I'd like to know if we're going to heaven. Sounded. What? It was a lovely sounding it's a, word. That's a twenty-five cent word. Yeah. Ontologically. Yeah. Ontologically. Yeah. I think it's a dollar. It might have been a dollar word. Might have been fifty. Yeah. It was good. Ontological. Ontological girls in action. It's a good combo, isn't it? Listen, so now you know, yeah. we talked about Southern Baptists and all of that. I am I do not practice any um, you know, uh, religion that where you go every week. I'm very sure. spiritual. I too believe in grace. I do believe in kindness. I I think Well look where that's got you. That no good <laughs> right. I mean like I try every day to be I mean that's my first goal mm-hmm. is to be kind. And I do that exactly for what you said. I am so grateful. For the money. <laughs> I think it's the best motivator is gratitude. You know? that my life has given me, the bad and the good. I mean, if you don't wake up every morning grateful, it's a really tough day. Mm. I mean, you really don't have much bad, though, do you? Oh, my gosh, yes. I really? Own a biz- I own a small business in New Orleans. Well, how bad could that be? You've got 50 people working know, for you, making tons tough. of money. People are you tough. Run, you have 50 you, headaches. You've got a happy marriage. You've got kids. I do have a happy marriage. So what are you complaining about? Really, I'm not. That's what I mean. I wake up every morning <laughs> right. grateful. Stop bitching so but, much. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> but let me tell you. I'm going to tell you. This is a really, really interesting thing. And um, I'm an... Oh, I, I mean, Graham can speak to this. I'm an overly happy. Like, I'm, I've got too much energy. I don't drink. Right. I have one cup of tea in the morning. No more caffeine for me. Like, I've got more energy than a normal person should have. I'm happy, I'm happy, happy, happy. But somebody said to me one time on my front porch, and it was Stephanie Bruno, I remember. Mm-hmm. And she said she was over at our house, and we were all out on our porch having cocktails, and we had a bunch of people. And she goes, why are you so happy? And I was like, I don't know. But then I remember, then it dawned on me when my dad died. So my dad was 92 when he died. I had him for a long time, but he was literally my first best friend. I mean, I would, they called me Ross in a dress. I was his shadow. Ross in a dress. Ross in a dress. Ross in a dress. Another and good one. I, I was, he was my shadow. And when he died, I realized, I understand why I was so happy because I had my mom, my dad in my life for so long. Mm. And when my dad died, I changed. Like, I'm still really happy, but there's a side to me now that I, I know this, it's hurt, it's sad. I miss him every mm. How single long ago did he die? day. He died five years ago. Only five years ago. Wow. And I miss him every single day. So mm. I realized that night when she said that, like, I know why I was always so happy and life seemed so easy. But you were because I always ha- had my mom and dad, and I and they were a big part of my life. Are you not as happy now as you were five years ago? Is that what you're saying? I'm a little sad. I have a sad. I have a little sad part. I have a little sad part. Yeah, I miss him mm. every right. day. But are you? Can you still be just as happy though? Even knowing that I'm a different kind of happy. Right? Isn't that a sort of a growth experience? Yes. Well, thank pa- you. It took me a minute, but Reverend yeah. Doctor Akinata can explain <laughs> to you. It is, but I think that people, it's different for everyone, and just like you said, and your beliefs and your level of happiness and everything. There's certain things that happen in your life that change you, and for me, that was a big one. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, for other people, it's happened earlier. Yes, it's hard different. to uh, it's hard to understand what it's like to lose someone until you actually do. Right. It does change you. It does. I suppose the same as having a child changes you too. Yeah, that's it's pretty serious. Of, you, we have teenagers, right? You have, yeah, they're crazy. It's insane. And <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, it's like running a small PR firm. 
with your kids and social media and teenagers trying to stay on top of what's happening on those channels. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, a I PR just saw this on the brink of disaster, uh, uh, about you. to send you to jail, going to go under. Yeah. Like, you do not know what these. Do you ever? Yeah. I crucify. Here's here's what I say I'm about teenagers, saying. though. My favorite child, child. I read I read a stack. I read child rearing books all the time. None of them help for the most part, but one of them had a great title that kind of helped me. It's called Age of Opportunity, and uh, it it, it re- made me realize like I can't. I have very little. I have very very little impact. By the time they're 13, you have lots of impact till they're about 13. Once they're 13, it's all over. It's all over. <laughs> you're right. The, the die's been cast. It's up to them. You do mm-hmm. your best, but you're not going to have much influence on them. You hope maybe looking back if they survive it or whatever. But the thing is, uh, it's not about controlling them anymore. It's about seeing an opportunity for them to grow, but also for you to grow mm-hmm. because it's this great challenge. When you have things in your life that you feel are out of your control, you probably have that in your business a lot, I'm mm-hmm. sure. There's, that happens with our health once in a while. We get that diagnosis and we go, what are we going to do about this? Mm-hmm. Like with, with, with teenagers, you know, it's an opportunity for you to finally say, you know what, I just gotta, I gotta learn to be patient. I gotta learn to give up my anger. I gotta learn to give up my oh worry. My God, I gotta learn trust. to give up all kinds of trust in so many ways because so they're, they're crazy. The best, my kids are great, but they're crazy. They're, they're insane. They teenagers are loony. Really and everybody warned me that. And I thought, ah, not me. You know, my kids are great. And then, then they, then they hit 13, 14. You go, it's, this I, is, listen, I'm in so far over my head. had a victory party. And if I had 45 kids, I would be just as bad with the right. next 30, 43 of them too, you know? Over like, yeah. the fact that we made it through Voodoo Fest this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we were, like, the group of parents <laughs> were our daughters that all hang out together. Like, we literally, like, I was like, we we did it. Like, we got through three days of Voodoo Fest. No one ended up drunk. No Nobody the, was arrested. Everybody came home sober. And, nor, you know, like, there was... That was a victory. Oh yeah! Like you, there should be a plaque. You should have should, like a. You should like, have a reflection I mean, like, pool in your like backyard. I feel like I won the Academy <laughs> this, Award. Yeah, remember this day. Once uh, a year, go and like meditate in front of the reflection we, pool. Yes, we did yeah. not Presence. lose a child. Yeah, yeah. We, and we did not. Talking lose a of Voodoo Fest and music, would you like to hear some music? We have. Oh, some, sure. I have some music on tap Ooh, for you. Oh yeah. Andrew Duhon's going to play Let's us a little something, and. <laughs> right after I tell you about some of these folks here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who make today's show possible, thank you very much to Basics Swim and Gym, where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. You can get yourself a bikini, one piece of cover-up, in fact, anything you need for the beach or poolside is at Basics Swim and Gym. It's right next to the lingerie store, Basics Underneath, on Magazine Street, near Jefferson Avenue. And thank you also to Hangover Destroyer. Okay, help yourself to some Hangover Destroyer. It's the only all-natural product. Yeah, take a couple. It's the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Did you know about it? Nope. You can, well, you can find out more at the Hangover Destroyer website. It's hdestroyer.com. If you write happy hour in the coupon code, you'll get 30% off of your first order of Hangover Destroyer. And you too can seize the dawn. You can actually see some right here, Kay, and take some with you. And thanks to Louisiana Legs, who make workout and yoga clothes with designs that incorporate photographic art like Mardi Gras beads, boiled crawfish, wrought iron from France, and caves in China. You can find Louisiana Legs on Facebook and Instagram, and you can buy Louisiana Legs on Etsy. Check them out. That's cute. Yeah, do you do yoga? You don't? What, is, what do you do for exercise? Uh, work. Work? Work you is my You should be around in these Louisiana work Legs. Work is my exercise. It's not my time right now. It's not my time. for in the next five years. <laughs> thank you. Music provided by Andrew Duhon. <laughs> Woo! Yay, that was Hey, beautiful. thanks, y'all. Now an actual Andrew Duhon song. What would you like to play today? You know, Grant? Yes? I'd like to play a little something I'm working on. 
Okay, this is what best part of the show, you guys. This is where Andrew comes in with a song in this little notebook that he's still writing and tries it out on us. Can we yeah. fill in? Can like we can give you new verses? If you or have anything? inspiration, absolutely. Yeah. If you have some ideas, feel the spirit moving within you, and, oh, and please, let's see. So, you know, Grant, I had a little breakthrough a couple weeks ago. Really? I think you know, I was okay. talking to the producer that made this last record that you know I'm looking forward to releasing but haven't yet but he asked me if I would be interested in a publishing deal and uh, oh, wow. it, not, not because there was like one on but you know just because he thought that maybe that was something in the future and I thought you know the way that works basically is you know a, a publishing company will pay you some stipend a month you know in the in the thousands but not many uh, to write them songs basically right. maybe like 30 songs a year or something like that right? and they hustle the songs and they hustle the songs but they you know own 50% of that song in perpetuity which is a little weird but then again if you weren't going to write the song to begin with that becomes right. pretty interesting okay. so I started to think about ideas about tunes that I just didn't finish because they weren't me or something and uh, kind of like think lately I might try to write more songs that aren't me just to see just to see if other people would cover them in a different way. Or yeah, so just not just not be not second guess the the initial idea so much. Maybe is is what I'm what I'm getting at. So anyway, here's a here's a draft of one of those. Should who should we be thinking about singing this? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not writing it for anybody in particular. I okay. think I, I'm just not telling myself no so quick. Uh, okay. I think you know. I believe we're all basically the same And I get daily proof of it When I read the news on the loo for a bit I see the whole world's gone to shit But while we're still alive might as well look on the sunny side Might as well smile though we're terrified On this roller coaster ride And when it goes down throw your hands in the air Wave them round like you just don't care It won't do no good to close your eyes On this roller coaster ride I think maybe a harmonica solo in here, no? Might as well smile though we're terrified Better keep your arms and legs inside 
it goes down, put your hands in the air Wave them round like you just don't care Seems they didn't build a place to hide On this roller coaster ride I will be right here by your side On this roller coaster ride. Oh hey, thanks, wow. y'all. Wow, nice. That was, you like that one? I, I don't know if it's the martini. It might be. The I don't know if it's that. I'm here with all of it. That was so beautiful. Good, thanks. I'm glad you liked it. And the words were amazing. Thanks, thanks. Well, uh, you know. It's, uh, I, it's so fit incredible. with your whole grateful religion. I was thinking about like you the whole time, actually, because you're so up and bright, and I feel like the chorus was I'm for you. Just, you know, it's serendipitous. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Wow. That could be I your song. I think you might be famous, <laughs> might be. and I just didn't know it. I'm so sorry. No. You are on my top ten list of words. Oh, Andrew is okay. a Grammy <laughs> award-winning singer-songwriter. Oh, my well, the rec- the record was nominated the record. for a Grammy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I always say it. <laughs> When was, when was it you nominated? It was nominated amazing. in uh, yes, 2005, I think. You're too shy. No, no it was way after 2005. That's about 20 Oh, sorry, 2015, I think. Yeah. yeah so 2005, it was like 12. Yeah. Yeah. God, we're getting so old that that's a real I thing. Know, that I can like, use that, what? you know? Oh, my goodness. That was really amazing. Are you from here? Yeah. Born and raised. In fact, Alexis and I, we were just talking about <gasps> Alexis, no, I know. Our show, Alexis, who was an occasional wife, uh, as you mentioned. Yes, but, yes, uh, just, she uh, just for to me. tie it in. Alexis uh, and the Samurai. Yeah, but we used to live uh, oh. catty corner almost uh, from each other, oh basically. Oh, my yeah, God. So. Not on sec- not South on Pierce, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know that place. Wow. Yeah, still there. I think she's moved on. Oh, she's got she her own did. place. I yes, think that's right. Does. Yeah, so. She's amazing. Yep, she sure is. I don't see why we shouldn't make Andrew play another one, actually. I'd love it. What do you think? Please. I can, yeah. Sure, I can what do that. What do you think, Ray? Definitely. Why okay. Don't we? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this one's less uh, less flitty. This one's on the uh, the latest. Well, I'm sorry, not the latest record. This mm-hmm. record doesn't exist yet. This I is on your record yet to be. This oh, yeah, that's like right. a. This is on the record called False River. I think it is called False River. I love so that. far. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Isn't that a great name for record, K? Don't you think? Yes. I'm glad you like it. I'm still my self doubt <laughs> is still brewing, I uh, percolating that. for that. I'd uh, stick with that. Okay. I think that's a great title. It is. I, I've had a few trusted colleagues say that they like that one. So All right. Maybe I'll stick with it, but I'm still I'm still rooting around for a better truffle of a title. Okay. I just oh. haven't found oh. it yet. Even the way you look for a name sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so this one I dedicate to anybody. Doing their own creative thing. That includes everybody at the table, in fact. It's called Go It Alone. All right. Mm. Brother, your voice cuts right through the echo. Go stake your claim in the silence You recite every phrase Of the wise words of other men Only to leave your own stories untold Let all the rest 
return to the fold. Go it alone. It may not help you to sleep, but there lies the gold. Whatever you find yours to keep, go it alone. Deep down inside you, a story untold. Tell us how it goes. Go it alone. Sister, your visions cut right through the night. By only the glow of your work life Still your sketches lie hidden In a closet upstairs Why do you seek permission When only you and you alone can take it there Whatever it is, do not be scared to go it alone it may not help you to sleep, but there lies the gold. Whatever you find yours to keep, go it alone. Deep down inside you, a story untold. And tell us how it goes, go it alone. Inside you, a story untold. No one to guide you. Yeah, was, that was a beautiful song. I was thinking too. about you guys while I was singing, and everybody going, you know, doing their own thing. So, you know, I think you should invite Incredible. him to come play at your church. I don't Without know if you do that. I don't know if that would help us. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Jesus on I think people would feel really good. Mm. That it, It's really beautiful. Thank you. Thanks um, a lot. Incredible. Well, the record's coming out. You can you, you yeah, can, you can steal it. the old record, of course, off Spotify or buy yeah. it even. I'm gonna, I want to contribute. Okay. That talent needs to be contributed. Right. You, should, exactly you right. should come out to the show then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the hip list. I'm getting it. You're I on my it. you're on my top ten watch list. All right. I like that. Where, so where are you bringing the middle? So, like, I'm bringing the fifty year olds into your world, babe. <laughs> yes, there's a race yeah. called the Moorings. This is the last oh record that was God, it's like Peaches, Louisiana Music Factory, oh, like all the kind of uh, you know local I, I, places. In fact, I recommend Louisiana Music Factory highly because they've done a really good job to actively pursue me when they're running low on records and, and they, wow. they, they, re, they do nice. a great job to, okay. to make sure local local records are, are moving and uh, yeah so Louisiana Music Factory absolutely alright very good and they're okay. down nice on Frenchman know. Street they are these days yep. yeah yeah, mm -hmm. and probably online but mostly people just steal off Spotify that's right that's Spotify oh, iTunes all that stuff yeah. well you're not stealing it if you're paying nine ninety nine yeah. a month or whatever for Spotify but does he you get that do you get a piece I've never no done it. he doesn't get a piece of it yeah it's you get like 0 0.0169 no. yep. and then it goes through like three residual yeah, right, right, and then, I'm and then. gonna actually purchase it okay yes yeah. 
I encourage everyone to. Well, you can get a signed copy at a show. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm okay. telling you. So where are you? You're going to be like, look at the What's 50s. Next uh, actually, next, next solo gig will be at Chicky Wawa on oh, yeah. Tuesday. Oh, I love Chicky Wawa. November 7th, I believe. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right. We're in. Nice. Very good. Right, yeah. when's your next gig? <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. So, do you have to come At up with a different sermon every it Sunday? It's about 15, 20 to 20 hour uh, um, So Andrew comes process. up with a song a week or two, you know, one or two songs a week, right. which can take like a day or two, I suppose, or maybe sometimes oh, half an hour. Well, maybe sometimes, but the, the, those are few and far between. Right. Yeah. I, I want to know so, where you get your inspirations for your sermons. Geez. Do you take uh, what's Moments happen- like this. <laughs> Mostly, just, mostly like, just trolling Grant yeah. on the internet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Follow like me on what's Facebook. What's happening yeah. in the world at the time or the week yeah. or like, like the big thing with all this, it you know, Me Too and this sexual harassment. That's like, a very good you, question. Yeah. Do you have? Will you do a sermon yeah. about women and? Uh, well, you know what? I, I, you know, I don't want to be. I don't want it to be about my whims and my, you know, my uh, peccadillos yeah, and whatever. Are so, about it. right. So, but what I do is I have a series that kind of uh, I can't that guides me, and then within that, those confines, then I feel at liberty to to a series of what of. Well, so for example, like I've been doing Genesis all year, so we've been working our way through Genesis since January, and we oh. just do passage by passage through Genesis, and where things apply to stuff, where I see connections, I offer those, but. You know, I'm kind of controlled by that. So I don't what, go off that. What are that. we on this? Uh, this Genesis 42. And what so, does it say? Yeah, well, I haven't started it yet. Oh, so, I should have started it today. Heart. Well, you know, no, I mean, no, I know what it's yeah. about generally. Okay. But it, it's Joseph being reunited with his... Uh, well, I mean, it's a good example of what we were talking about before. Joseph gets reunited with his brothers. You know, it's, it's his brothers putting him, uh, selling him off into slavery that ironically then saves them later because then he gets promoted and becomes an important person in Egypt. Uh, famine comes, they go back to Egypt to get fed, and it's Joseph there, and instead of getting revenge, he looks at his brother and says, hey, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good, and uh, so I'm not going to get my revenge, instead I'm going to bless you, because I've been blessed, you know? Unbelievable This is in the Old Testament, by the way, Genesis, right? Yeah, right. right? Love the Old Testament. Before (laughs) Jesus came along. (laughs) Right. I think the Old Testament taught the same things the New Testament taught, just uh, a story has progression. And that's the beginning of the story. And so we don't hear the end of the story yet, but it was all leading towards that. All this grace stuff, everything I just said was grace, right? Right. That's a so, good Kay, example, you saying? You would like to go to church to get some sort of relevance to sexual harassment. No, I just think I wonder if he pulls his sermons. I mean, I think it's on a lot. Would you like I mean, that a, more? I don't know. Sometimes I think it's good to, I, I mean, I try go, to go to a partisan, place where you, you know? look for guidance and they address what's happening in the world right now or how you're right. feeling about things. I mean... It's you know it's we a spend very, very little time in abstraction. Right Everything is basically concrete and rooted right. in people's experience. And does it, and does it end with saying you have to pay forty two ninety nine? Everything's free that we do at the church. Everything. Do you yeah. pass a plate around? How do you get paid? Do they yeah, it's we pla- we uh, we pass a plate around, and we, nobody really knows who gives except the accountant, right. and nobody gets treated any different well, by how, how much they give. How do you and, get paid? And you I give, you like know, a, I give ten percent of my. Do you yeah. get paid by the community, by the congregation? Yeah, there's a budget. There is a budget that the that the church. Uh, you know, leadership. But there's no Presbyterian Central like the. There is, but like they don't. The it doesn't affect the bu- the salary, but you know. It's she, mostly church driven, isn't it? Individual. It's mostly congregational, yes. but our church also gives away about forty percent of what it gets in missions to other people that aren't us too. Wow. Yeah. Forty mm-hmm. percent. About forty percent. Yeah, roughly. 
So we, we, we invested a lot of money and started another church, sent off a bunch of people to start a church in Mid-City, St. Peter's Presbyterian, a couple years ago. Before so you that, have a we, franchise now? No, because we don't like, get anything back from them. It's a, no, it's more like, it's more like, it'd be more like Burger King invests a lot of money to start a McDonald's near them. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're so you started the competition, right? In a way, but we don't see them as competition. We see that we're all in the same, we have the same mission. So I'm not, we're not about empire building. I'm happier when the church is smaller. Anyway, it's more, uh, it's more personal. Does it get so, more popular? Do people come like cult of personality to see you? Are you like a star? I uh, no, I don't think I'm a star. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. I'm so glad you said Go that. Go on, okay. What do you think about that whole Hollywood minister guy that's like bringing on Justin Bieber and changing? I don't know, on, I don't know much about him. No, I know no. neither. I just thought Justin maybe Bieber's he did. doing something again. No, he's like. I try not to pay like attention to Justin Hollywood, Bieber too much. There's like this Hollywood minister out there that's uh-huh. like. You know, he's like hip and happening, and he's bringing all these famous people into his hmm. all these like kind of wild. I don't know anything about. I'm old. Is it a Christian huh? church? <laughs> I just thought you might know about it. I don't know much like about this really one. Because you're like really hip for being a. It's called Hillsong. Hillsong, Hillsong Church. Oh, 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 I know about Hillsong it. Church. That's yeah, it. I know a little bit about them. It's yeah. a very yeah. hipster yes, church. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got. They all dress in like ultra trendy yes. outfits and it's well, very we're, weird we're, we're not right. we're okay, not hip at all you. we're a bunch of no. just weirdos but oh you're a pretty hip the, guy you are pretty uh, hip no we're just well they, we're just I a mix mean, of misfits is what we are mostly was not wearing a shirt with no, this guy does not look like a reverend <laughs> that's why I made it. you guess what he did in the beginning because he doesn't know. look like anything mm-hmm. like that well you call him an a reverend kind of gave it away but I thought that was just like a like the reverend music or style reverend Horton Heat or just hip the Reverend of Hip. That would be a good time for you. Listen, we've got to get the hell out of here, Reverend of Hip. Okay. okay. Well, thanks so for having been, me. This has been a pretty good... I've had a good time. Pretty good hand. Very yeah. good. We just, Souls born. Right? Where, where were you walking to? Born. When you, <laughs> I was walking away, back from Bearcat, which I am in love with Bearcat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to declare them genius. Now, Wait, you know, my, my okay. other thing was... Wait, I, I don't know I, what we it didn't is. Even I ate at every restaurant in New Orleans at one point. They made a movie about me called The Man Who Ate New Orleans. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was me. And I ate at 800 restaurants, and I used to have a food show with Grant too for for <gasps> what four mm-hmm. years or so. What was the name of it? So I'm no food critic. I just Midnight like to eat menu. a lot. Midnight menu. You can find that anywhere. Midnight menu podcast. plus one. Midnight menu plus one. Yeah, but um, so anyway, so I don't throw out. Grant knows I don't throw out the word genius often, but I kind of feel like Bearcat's kind of genius. Okay, I think it's kind of genius. I don't know what it New is. New place uh, on Jenna on the 2500 oh. block of Jenna, right around. So I was walking back from there to come home because I don't have a car, and mm-hmm. I was, and as I walked past a window, uh, Grant motioned to me, yeah. and now I'm here and, and <laughs> getting to spend time with y'all. So Bearcat is in the bottom of the yoga studio there? Is that where it is? It's on top of the yoga on studio, I think. On top of it. It's up, we go what? upstairs. Yeah, it's I don't upstairs. know. It's upstairs. Yeah. Why is it okay. genius? Well, okay. All you have to do is open up the menu, and it's like it's like the last few Sufjan Stevens albums. Or like, you know, you look at it, and you just go, this is genius. You only need a minute to know. I may not like it, but it's genius, right? Your favorite thing on it. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I just had, these, uh, I just had this um, uh, brisket hash that was amazing. Mm. And I hate hash, but it was amazing. Mm. Well, anyway, so... <laughs> But I had to get it because I knew. But then the other thing is the execution, then you wonder. Execution was fantastic. And then the last thing is, like, details. Details, Grand knows this drives me crazy. After a while, I love a place, and I go in the bathroom, and they don't have a flat place to put my laptop down, Mm. and it drives me nuts. I have to put it on the urine-soaked floor instead, and it bugs me, and I get mad, and I don't go back. Or else, like, uh, they don't offer crystal for the hot sauce, and it's only the one that gives me the headache, so I don't don't, don't do that. Eh. 
This place, every detail I is like perfect. It. It's the greatest mug I have ever seen in my life. The coffee mugs, I've been there three times in two weeks. The coffee mug itself is the greatest mug I've ever held in my hand, all three times. It's, okay. it's absolutely wow. wonderful. They've thought of everything at Bearcat. Thought of, it's like they anticipated me it's and all like, my well, pickiness. They've thought of everything for you. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. I think for everybody else, though, too. Anyway, oh, so good. I love that place. So I was coming back really happy thinking, this is a great day. I'd already had a really great day. That was the top of it. Now I'm going to go home and listen to my daughter complain to me about whatever teenagers complain about. And then I got pulled into here and made it even better. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Wow. Not you bad. made our well, day, too. And I got two martinis and for two free uh, martinis. Yeah. Very nice. It was such a pleasure to meet you. That's a Reverend Dr. Ray Canata. And you can find out more about Ray by following the links on our website. It's neworleans.com. We're going to have a link yeah. to the church. Right. And You're Kay amazing. Morrison as well. It's so great to uh, catch up with I you know, again, Kay. After 10 years of occasional wifery. Yeah. And congratulations on everything that's going on. It's exciting. And Andrew, we're back. And yeah. you're, here next you're week. Amazing. Thank you. Well, Isn't he amazing? Amazing. I don't yes. like to rank them, but I will say that this is one of the happier, happy hours we have ever had. Yeah. These wow. two guys are happy. Hey. Happy people. That's yeah. what it does. We need to surround yeah. ourselves with more happy I people. I think we do. It might be bust us out of it. And that's our producer right over there, Graham DePonte, who and puts the whole amazing. show together. Our associate producers are Allison Moon, who's right over there, and April Solf, who's off with laryngitis. Christian Unruh is our music director, and Jean Valois is our music producer. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. And our Facebook Live feed director, who put this whole thing on Facebook Live, is Asher Griffith. Our fact checker and social media connector right over there is Andrew Searock. Searock. And our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking free alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com, where you can also find some other shows we make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker, and hundreds of other hours of happy hour, as well as Midnight Menu Plus One with the Reverend Dr. Ray Kennard. You can get <laughs> anywhere up. you get podcasts or on our website, itsneworleans.com. You can find other great Louisiana podcasts, too, at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans, and you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. These photos are taken by Alison Moon. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you've got one, to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today. Over drinks at Wayfair on Ferret Street. Happy Hours, a production of Ino Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. And for Andrew Duhon, everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at Ino Broadcasting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour. <laughs> <laughs>